Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Hello, Journey of You family. Today, I want to talk about what I feel like has been a very, I don't know if I want to call it a hot topic, but I will say that for me personally, it has been on my mind a lot. And I've had quite a few conversations about it with other people. And I believe that it would be beneficial to you. So of course, anytime I'm learning something um, or just even gaining insight on something, I love to share it so that it can help other people. And so Today, I want to focus on finding hope in a hopeless world. Every time we turn on the news right now, um, there's something negative, something sad, something's happening, whether it's in your backyard, um, here, you know, domestically or even abroad. It's constantly something that is negative and very rarely do you turn on the news and see something positive. In addition to that, you know, your own personal life, you know, there's just things are heavy right now, whether people are talking about the price of gas, you know, and especially if you've got to do a lot of commuting and how much of a toll that's taking, what a hundred dollars of groceries gets you today compared to what it got you maybe this time last year, even purchasing a home, you know, finding shelter and the costs that come along with that. It is a lot of heaviness. Um, and I've even talked to people that have a desire, you know, think about that. You were growing up and you desired maybe to have a certain house or drive a certain vehicle or live in a certain city or certain state. And maybe as you went along, life happened and it doesn't exactly look that way anymore. It doesn't look anything like what you thought it was going to. You're getting older. And all of a sudden you're at a point that it's like, what do you hope for at this point? Like, what really do you hope for? Maybe you've made it where you wanted to in your career. Maybe it's at a point now that you, you know, you're married or you've had children and they're getting older, graduating, going off to school, or maybe you're just at a point that it's like, you know what, I've gotten as far as I can in this particular role or this particular business and now I'm ready to do something different, but I don't know exactly what different looks like or even what I want. And you're having a hard time finding hope. That's what I want to focus on today. Finding hope. Um, really just because it seems like everybody is having a hard time with that. 
And so I feel like it's something we need to talk through because hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's scripture. And so first let's define what is hope. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. It can also be a feeling of trust, um, like our private friendship upon hope and affiance whereof I presume to be your petitioner. It's that feeling of believing that something's going to happen. You might not really know how, but you're believing that's going to happen. But what do you do when you no longer believe it's going to happen? That's where we're going to focus today. And so there are a few things that I wrote down that I want to read to you and just share with you as we talk about it. So what do you find hope in? Like if you stop and think about it, are you hoping for maybe a package that you ordered and you can't wait for Amazon to come up and drop it off? Are you hoping for good news for maybe a promotion at work or that maybe a loved one's going to be able to come visit for the holidays? Are you hoping that you'll have the money that you need to entertain or even get a couple of things, you know, for other people for the holidays? What is it that you're finding hope for? Is your hope in another person? Is it in material things? Is it in your job or your title? Is your hope in God and in his word? Or have you gotten to a point that it's even hard for you to hope in that as well? No judgment whatsoever because I've been there and I can totally understand. I have felt that way a lot lately. Not that I question God and who he is because 110% I know who he is that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he's more than capable of taking care of and supplying every single one of my needs. But it's just that, like I said, constantly you're seeing the negative things and, you know, maybe it's not even negative things. It's just so much that you're carrying. And it's like, God, like, what do I hope for at this point? I've already done A, B, and C. Now what type of thing? I want you to be encouraged in the fact that God has already taken care of so many things leading up to this. He's not going to stop now. And in studying that, um, my sister even sent me over some stuff from the Bible Project, which I thought was really powerful that we're going to walk through as well. But I want to give you an acronym and a couple of different action items, so to speak, to work through in terms of how you're feeling with hope. And so the acronym that I came up with, um, first it's the word finding and then hope. Finding, H-O-P-E, finding. God tells us that if we seek him, we shall find him. If we seek him early and search for him with our whole heart. That means you're asking, you're seeking, you're knocking. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and the, you know, the door will be open. Knock, the door will be open. So God is there. He's ready to listen to us. He wants us to run after him and pursue him more than anything else that we're doing. When we can get our focus off of our problems or just the present state of the world and focus on God and who he is, we're able to more readily assess what's happening around us. We can be grateful for the good things that are happening and the bad things won't seem as big or the problems won't seem as big as they feel to us because we know that God is bigger. So we've got to find ourselves in him first. That way, when those other things are coming along, we're not worried or anxious trying to figure out how to make it better, or how to fix it ourselves, because we can't as humans, but we do know God and he definitely can. 
And so we've got to make sure that we're finding ourselves in him and that we're constantly seeking his face so that he can be our encouragement and our hope. Hope, first letter is H. We've got to be honest. We've got to be honest about how we're feeling. We've got to tell God the truth. That God, I know that you are capable and able to do A, B, and C, but I'm just having a hard time right now, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling anxious. It's okay. God wants us to cast our cares on him. He doesn't want us to be anxious for anything, but in prayer and supplication to make our requests known to him. So you literally just got to sit down and talk to God about how you're feeling. He doesn't expect you to carry it. It's not possible for you to. It, the weight of the world is too much for you to carry. That's why God sent Jesus to carry that weight for us and die on the cross. He already took care of it. So he does not need you to turn around and do the same thing. Some stuff we take on trying to like be Jesus for everybody else and be God to save everybody. That is not what he called us to do. We are to pray for one another and to uplift and encourage each other. But Jesus already has that job. He's carrying the weight of the whole world for all of us. We've got to be able to trust him to do that. Even when we don't understand, even when we don't know how, even if we don't know why, we might not ever get the answers to that. And that's okay. We've got to be able to be comfortable in that. We've got to be honest with God to tell him that's how we're feeling and then trust him to take care of us along the way. Open. I'd say definitely, of course, after you're honest with God, whether you have a counselor, a pastor, or a close friend, that you are talking to, be open. You know, there are going to be days that you have highs. There are going to be days that you have lows. Days that you're in between and maybe you're, you've got a good balance. That's the nature of life. But it's what are you doing over the long haul and that period of time to keep it a little bit more consistent and balanced where it's not just solely highs or solely lows. It's one extreme or the other. Are you open about how you're feeling? You don't have to walk around behind a mask and pretend that you're happy all the time because that's not realistic. No one is happy all the time. Yes, the joy of the Lord is your strength, but there are some times that you genuinely are sad or you're grieving or maybe you're angry about something and you are okay with feeling every one of those emotions. Jesus felt every last one of those emotions when he was here on earth and he didn't just wave it under the rug and pretend he didn't feel it. Even when he was agonizing, in the fact that he was going to have to die a brutal death on the cross, he said, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. He said, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. He did not want to go through that, but he did it anyway because he knew that that was God's will for his life. And so we've got to be open about how we're feeling and tell other people. God didn't make us to be in isolation. He created us for community so that we could help each other iron sharpens iron so you've got to be open when somebody asks you how you're doing if you are actually doing okay say that don't hide it or keep it to yourself and try to battle it on your own because some battles are just too great some things you can only conquer through fasting and prayer some things you need your community of people and your tribe praying with you and walking through it with you so be open about how you are actually feeling so that you don't have to suffer in silence please hear me Open your mouth and tell someone how you are feeling. If somebody says, how are you doing? Take the mask off. It's only going to help you to get better. You are becoming whole and that's where we want you to get. And you can only do that if you reach out for help.
P, prayerfully praise. You've got to be prayerful and pray without ceasing. You've got to talk to God about everything that you were feeling. And that doesn't mean that every single prayer that you do has to be long drawn out or that it has to be so eloquently spoken or have this specific scripture or be said in this specific way. If all you can say is the Lord's Prayer, then you say that because there's still power in it. You open your mouth and you pray. In addition to that, you praise God. Thank him for what he's already done. If all you can do is say, Lord, I thank you for waking me up today and allowing me to see another day, you are giving him praise and honor and the worship that he is due and worthy of. You also say, Lord, I thank you for the beautiful sunshine outside. I thank you for the changing weather, whether you like hot or you like cold, whatever, thank him for it. If you can walk outside on your own two feet, thank him for the use of your limbs. If you can hear, you can see, you can taste, you can smell. Thank God for the use of your senses. If you have a sound mind, thank God for that. Thank him for things that maybe you don't even think of, like the breath in your lungs and the beat in your heart that you have no control over, that God takes care of each day. Thank him for those things. As you begin to show and express that gratitude, you're able to start having that hope. Not just of like, Lord, I'm ready to be gone. Like, please come on back and let's just go on to the new heaven and new earth. That's the thing the Bible Project talked about just yesterday, that God doesn't want us to just hope for him to come back and say, oh, well, in the next life, it's going to be this. Well, in the new world, in the new heaven, the new earth, it's going to be this. God wants us to have hope right now where we're at so that we can then be an extension of him to provide hope to other people. Because there are still goodness and great things that God can do right now here in this earth, in us and through us, if we allow him to do so. Your circumstance might not change. You might pray and pray and pray and things may not turn around the way that you want it to. It may not be different or God might not answer exactly the way you wanted him to, but that doesn't mean that he didn't answer and it doesn't mean that you can no longer hope. You've still got to have hope. Every single day that God gives you life, it is a gift. That's why it's called the present. And so it's important that you are appreciative and grateful of that because you're breathing, that means that God still has something for you to do. And so your hope has got to be in fulfilling what he calls you to do. That every day you say, I am becoming, I am becoming whole. I'm becoming whole in Christ and who he has created me to be. And you've got to let him work in each and every one of those areas of your life so that he can make you whole again. It doesn't dismiss the trauma or the betrayal or the hard parts of life or the loss and things that you've gone through. Because each and every bit of that is a part of your story and a part of who you are. But it is not your identity. Your identity is in Christ. And so even if you are in a transition right now and it doesn't feel like there's anything you can hope for and you just don't even feel like, you know, why bother going another day? There is hope for you still. Hope in God and who he is and the fact that you can come boldly to his throne each and every day, no matter where you are, no matter how you were feeling, no matter how you look, none of those things will stop you from being able to come into the presence of God. So you've got to find your hope in that, in Lord, yes, though they slay me, yet will I trust him. Yes, things are falling apart and not the way I want it, but God, I still trust you. I still love you. You've taken care of me all these other times. You're going to take care of me in this as well. Which then comes to E, the final letter of hope, expectancy. You must stay in a state of expectancy at all times because when you stop expecting, 
that's when you stop seeing things happen. If you expect nothing, that's exactly what you're going to get. Nothing. You've got to stay in expectancy. Maybe you no longer desire this certain level of house or this particular car. Maybe it's you just want quality time with the people that you love most. Be intentional about that. Be in expectancy that you're going to get to spend that quality time with the people you love most. Start planning it out of the things that you want to do. You know, if it's not a big, huge trip you're going to do, but maybe all of you are just going to meet at the same place and hang out together for the weekend, whatever it is, be in expectancy of those things, of how you can make a difference in someone's life right now, today, because tomorrow is promised to no one. And yes, we are to look forward to eternity and life forever with God. But until then, we've also got to have hope right here where we're at right now, where we are trusting God with everything that is within our being and seeking him mind, body, and soul. Seeking him first above everything else, because after that, all the rest of it will be added unto us. That is where we find our hope. And the easiest way to do that, I will say, is to limit your exposure to everything else that's coming at you. So that means if every time you get off of social media, you are upset because Jimmy John down the street got to go on this great trip and you didn't get to go on it. Or sister girl over here just seems like she has this fabulous relationship. And every time you look up, they're taking a picture and they're off doing this. And he's showering her with this, that, and the other. Now you're looking at your man feeling some type of way. Get off of social media. If it's not benefiting you and it's making you feel worse each time you get off because you're either coveting somebody else's relationship or somebody else's job or children or whatever it is that they have that you don't, get off of it. Because then you no longer have that exposure. You don't have to compare yourself to them. You can look at right what's in front of you that God has gifted you with and be appreciative for what you have. Same thing with the news. I don't watch it because every time I do it makes me sad. So I don't bother to watch it. If that's the same thing for you, don't give yourself exposure to that. Start looking at stuff that is going to edify you and build you up and build your spirit so that you can continue to hope and be in expectancy of the great things of God. If you constantly program your brain with all this negative stuff or you're just you don't even take time to sit still and get away from the screens and just sit still to hear God, it is going to be very difficult for you to find hope. It's going to be very difficult for you to encourage yourself just like David had to. Sometimes you've got to encourage yourself. It's not possible for you to do that if you're not spending time with God and spending time with his word. That is how you're able to find hope. Your hope is in God and in his word. His word is his promises to us. It's his love letters to us. And none of it will return to him void. He is not man that he could lie. So each and everything that you're going through, there is a story about it in the Bible. That is why it's called living and sharper than a two-edged sword. Even though it was written thousands of years ago, there are so many things that are relevant right now today. And you may read the same scripture over and over again that you've read your whole life, but today you get a brand new meaning out of it, completely different than how you got it 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or even last year. So you've got to constantly stay connected to God and what he's doing in your life and realize that you are becoming. You're not the same person that you even were yesterday. Each day is that chance to become an even better version of you if you lay yourself at the feet of God and allow him to do so. Lord, we thank you, Father, today for this word. We thank you that we can find hope in you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we have access to come to you directly, Father, that because of your son's sacrifice on the cross, 
we have that direct access to talk to you about each and everything that we're going through, each and everything that we're feeling, even in the times that we're disappointed or even upset with you or we've lost focus or blurred the lines of who you are in our life, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we can still come to you even then and you'll welcome us with open arms, that there's nothing that can separate us from your love. We thank you that you are our hope, Father. You are our joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for being our strength, our peace, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we can walk with you each and every step of the way, even when we're unsure, when we're uncertain, when we're not sure which way to go, but we know you and that you know the plans that you have for us, that you formed for us, even before you placed us in our mother's womb, Lord, that you have a future and a hope for us, Father. Thank you for all the scriptures that you've given that show us, Lord, that you do have a future for us, Lord, and something for us to hope for. Help us to be in expectancy, Father. Stir up the gift within us to help us to see and believe again, Father, to see it spiritually before it even manifests physically and in the natural realm, Lord. Thank you that you are the God of the supernatural, Lord, and that you're increasing hope in your people today, Father, because just as your people need hope, there are a lot of people out there that don't even know you, so they don't even know where to start when it comes to hope. So help your people, Father, that know you, Lord, and are called by your name to hear your voice, Father, to have hope sparked in them again so that they can then be hope to the darkness that's out there, Father, and those that are still searching for your light. So we ask that you help us to do that, Lord. Bless our words, speech, actions, and deeds, and lead and guide us in the direction you want us to go, not only today, but each and every day hereafter. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you are encouraged, that you do find hope again, and that if you want to continue the conversation, please head over to thejourneyofyou.net. Click the link to join the community. I would love to keep talking with you about it and keep encouraging and uplifting you on a continual basis. Like this doesn't have to end the conversation. We don't have to stop right here. We can continue talking and connecting. You can also email support at thejourneyofyou.net. I'd love to offer you the support that you need because I understand it isn't easy to have hope on a day-to-day -day basis, but it is possible and you can be in expectancy of great things. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get, G-E-T, unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K. And begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.